Welcome to the Love Never Fails podcast. My name is Jeremy Squires of St. Peter Baptist Ministries, Aurora, and I'm so glad you decided to join me on this episode. There's so many things in the Word of God that we find joy and hope in, but there's one thing in the Word of God that is very beneficial to us that many of us run from, and that is suffering. So please enjoy this episode entitled, After You Have Suffered a While. After you have suffered a while. Man, this Bible is full of so many wonderful things that we can apply to our life. So many things we run to see happen. We pray for God to bring the peace and bring the blessings and bring the joy and bring the overflow and bring all the things that we love and enjoy to help us enjoy life on this earth. Well, there's one thing in the Word of God that you, you rarely find believers running to and that is the suffering for Christ's sake. But today we want to look at a familiar text of scripture and see how suffering is so beneficial for us and that in the suffering, God never leaves you that way. The suffering is a part of a process to bring you to where he wants you to be. So let's take a look at 1 Peter 5 and we'll start at verse 7 or maybe 6, all right? It says, Humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. Casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion walking about seeking whom he may devour. Whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. But the God of all grace, who hath called you into his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that ye have suffered a while, Make you perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. Amen. Now, this scripture is very powerful because in this, he's Paul is talking about the, the suffering that many believers are going through. But he, he lets them know that the suffering you're going through is happening all over the world. So we have to understand that they're going through some persecution that was different in this area. But persecution and suffering is common to mankind and definitely for believers in Christ. So he wanted to let them know you are not alone in this suffering. Likewise, whatever you're going through now, whatever the affliction is, whatever the trouble is, whatever this unsettling thing that may be happening in your life, you're not alone in the world going through these things. But Paul did say, I mean, Peter says this. He says that the God, after you've suffered a while, God will do these things for you. He'll make you perfect. He'll establish you. He'll strengthen and settle you. So I want to look at those things, talk about those things, and see the benefit of suffering. There's a benefit of suffering for the Lord. There's a benefit of dying to your flesh. There's a benefit of letting some things go and, and enduring the pain and sometimes the hardship that comes with growth in Christ. Because when you do those things, there are promises in the God made for you. The promises the word of God made for you after these things take place. So the first thing he said he would do was make you perfect. Making you perfect means to complete or repair or adjust or restore. So whatever you went through in affliction, God is promising to repair you, to complete you, complete that work in you, to adjust whatever was unadjusted, to restore whatever was lost. 
to make you complete and perfect in his sight after the suffering. So the suffering and trouble don't last always because God is going to do a complete work in you when you finish suffering. Then he said he'll establish you. That is to set in the right direction and to confirm. So God, after the suffering, he's going to set you on the right course. And he's going to confirm the gifts. He's going to confirm the promises. He's going to make you confirm and be able to present you as a child to do what he's called you to do. Then it says he's strengthening you. And it's just to gird you up, to build you up, to make you formidable in this world. Then it says to settle you. And most of the time you think of settling like somebody being quiet. But it says settling means to, to, to make erect, to consolidate, or to make strong like you do a wall. So a wall has fell down. So we're going to make that. We're going to build these walls back up. We're going to fortify and solidify you again after the suffering. These are wonderful promises that God is going to do for you. And that's what he does for us. So the suffering may seem like it's, you know, un is unexpected. The suffering may seem like it's going too long, but God is working something so beautiful in your life. He's taking those things in you that were incomplete, those areas that needed to be changed, those things that needed to die, they are gone, and now he's adjusted your course. He's adjusted your mindset. He's adjusted your understanding and restored you to perfection because you're complete and perfect in Jesus Christ. Then he sets you in the right direction because you were suffering and you were going through things and wondering where I go, what do I do? But God takes that time to the suffering to prepare you for the course you're supposed to be on. And he settles you. He consolidates you. He makes you strong and a formidable opponent. He makes you a formidable opponent against the enemy. And so that is what the purpose of the suffering is. The word of God said, if I suffer with him, I shall reign. There can't be any reigning in Christ without suffering. There can't be any growth without suffering. You have to die to death. You have to go through what you must go through for God to get the glory and to perfect you. In this scripture, he says, verse 6, humble yourself in the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. After the suffering, that he will exalt you to wherever he has you to be. Not, not to exalt you in a way to make you lord over anyone or be better than anyone, but he's now establishing you. He's blessing you. He's raising you back up. And so you need to go to the death. I need to go to the suffering. I need to go to the challenges in order to be who God wants me to be. I can never be perfected in Christ without the suffering. Christ suffered for our perfection. Christ suffered for our salvation. And we must suffer for Christ's sake. We must suffer for Christ's sake. I must admit, about four years ago, I started a journey on a, you know, of a big change in my life. And a friend of mine quoted the scripture to me. And at that time, it was early in the journey. So, you know, I, had, I felt like I had never heard the scripture before. And so I held it in my heart, you know, and it made me happy. But now, after going through the suffering, now after going through the pain, now after going through the discomfort, now after I had to die to my flesh and die to my will and letting things go and growing up and maturing, and I'm still doing it by day by day, I understand what this word means. I understand what the power in this world, because I see now how God perfected me. 
I see how now God has established me. I see how God has strengthened me. I see how God has settled me. But it was only through the suffering that I am in who I am right now. And it's only through the suffering will I be who God wants me to be. It wouldn't have happened without the suffering. And so we can't run from suffering. We can't run from pain. We can't run from challenges. We can't run from change because God is trying to do a great work in us. And when he does it, you will come forth as gold. When he does it, you will be who he wants you to be. So you got to suffer. And while you're suffering, those things that don't need to hang on, those weights, those sins, those ideas, those mindsets, those unrealistic expectations, all those things that we had, those things died in the suffering. And you become closer to God. And he begin to perfect you to make you who he wants to be. We're God's children. He has a will and a plan for us. He has a design for our life. And we have to get in line with that design. And that design, when we get in line, there may be some suffering attached to this walk with Christ. But it ain't all doom and gloom. Because the trouble don't last always. Because after you've gone through for a while, God will get the glory out of your life. And these promises in the word of God are so encouraging. And I hope encouraging you that if you'll go through if you'll just trust, if you'll just believe, if you'll just hope, if you just surrender, if you'll just die, in the end, he will perfect you, he'll establish you, he'll strengthen you, and he'll settle you right where he wants and needs you to be. I encourage you today, don't run from the suffering. Don't run from the challenges. Face those things head, along, head on because you're not alone. God is with you. He's giving you his precious Holy Ghost, the paraclete to walk beside you. He's giving you the dunamis power of the Holy Ghost to stand. He's giving you the gifts of the Spirit and the fivefold ministry to endure whatever you're going through. Though your outward man may be decaying, your inward man will be renewed day by day. The sufferings of this world can be compared to the glory that shall be revealed. So suffer with Christ. Go through for the Lord's sake. Do what God has called you to do because after you've done it, you will be better. After you've suffered for Christ's sake, you will be better. After you've gone through and endured the trial, you will be better on the other side. I want to thank you for joining me on the Love Never Fails podcast. May God bless you more and more. Have a great day. If you listen to this podcast today and you don't know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, you can pray this prayer and you will be saved. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I am a sinner, but you died for me. Jesus Christ, come into my life. Be my Lord and Savior. Take control of my life from this day forward. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Congratulations and welcome to the family of God. If you pray that prayer today, I would love to hear from you. So reach out to me at loveneverfails.run and let us know that you've made that commitment to Christ. Have a wonderful day.